Hello and welcome to Potlucky, a weed sommelier podcast. My name is Liz and I'm your host and weed sommelier. I review strains, recommend things to munch on, and talk to guests about their history with weed. I've been a consumer for nine years and I'm located in southern Maine, where it is legal medically and recreationally. I'm joined today by Joe Novak. He, I did not get his job title before we started recording, unfortunately, but he works at Cannabis Retail Solutions. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hello, thanks for having me. Yeah, so what is your, uh, what's your official job title? I forgot to, to glean that information beforehand. Yeah, so my official job title is um, brand and, <clears throat> excuse me, brand and image account representative. That's what we uh, started on. And then it's kind of been, it's sort of morphed into uh, just kind of everything because because of uh, what we're doing at the company and uh, the other two guys who are there with me and um, the art department and whatnot. So yeah, sort of. A little bit of everything is a very long-winded answer to a very simple question. Oh, no, I disagree. I think that was the right amount of wind to fill the balloon that was that question. Um, needless to say, I did have, I did hang out with Slippery Susan a little bit beforehand. Um, you know, we, she, she and I hung out on the boat, um, if you know what I mean. Ooh, um, nice. Yep. Uh, not a real boat. I was talking about like, oh, can, can my friend come over to the boat tonight? In that kind of sense. I got you. Yeah, yeah. all right. Do you have any, sorry, how long have you been a weed consumer and do you have any weedy credentials you'd like to share? So let's see, as far as <clears throat> weed consumer, I was actually kind of a late to the game kind of guy. I, you know, there was just kind of the usual, you know, a handful of times in, in high school, you know, more often in college. But then I kind of, you know, got away from it. Just I was into other things. Um, but then about, I'll see, my late 30s, I was injured. I'd been working in the ski industry for a while, and um, I was, had some significant injuries. I was facing some surgeries, and then when I was getting real serious about my physical therapy, I kind of just found um, the. I just found a lot of help through marijuana, and it just sort of about five years ago, I'd say, I became a, uh, a regular user. Ah, cool beans. Where are you? Um, where are you located again? Uh, we ran into each other at NECAN, which is New England's Cannabis Convention. Um, I recommend going to one at least once. It's a, it's an interesting experience to say the least, walking on the AstroTurf. Um, but where are you? Where are you, where's your home base normally? Um, my home base is in Portland, Maine. Uh, our offices are in Falmouth, Maine. Aha, uh -huh. interesting. All right. I'm surprised we haven't run into each other before, considering we're both in the same industry. Well, I mean, um, you know, an auxiliary kind of business. I don't like grow, sell, or distribute. Neither do you. As far as I'm aware, you could be a lot cooler, um, you know, than I know currently. No, no. What, what, this is as cool as I've ever looked being on a podcast. So, <laughs> uh, Well, I mean, your weed credentials earlier. Oh, my gosh. I've completely blanked on what they were, but I'm sure they were great. Um, I'll, I'll yeah, hear this um, later. I think you and I were uh, starting to talk about that. Refresh my memory too. Sorry about that on the weed credentials. Oh man. So weed credentials, you know, different stuff, you know, related to cannabis. This is your point to brag on yourself. I, I said this to a friend and he talked about how he ate an entire loaf of bread um, in one sitting because he was stoned and that was his munch. Um, so uh, things like that, like, are you know, right. just so, like, yeah. No, I, I, when it comes to that, unfortunately, I don't have any of these crazy stories and I'm, but I've heard so many of them throughout the industry and they're wildly entertaining because I got into the game and became like a regular user, I guess, you know, a little later in life, like my, you know, late, mid, late thirties that I kind of, the, the craziness was behind me, but I definitely 
just gorged on some junk food that you know most humans would take them 12 months to ingest that many calories but uh not not this guy <laughs> okay that's that's quite an achievement even if you can't like you know cite your sources or like specific instances well, i'll accept that that's a credential thank um, you yeah all righty uh would you like to know about this week's weed product i cannot wait to hear about this week's weed product all right. Well, actually, you're going to have to wait. You only get a, a teaser now, and so does everyone else until after the smoke break. Um, but I picked, if you've read this week's episode, um, uh, Joe and I are hanging out with Slippery Susan, who was a fat boy pre-roll from New Horizons. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, dudes of New Horizons have um, passed along fat boys. All right, New Horizons! Yep, exactly. More than, more than once my way. Um, so this is a big shout out to you. Thank you for this this fat fat boy I'm holding in my hands. Um, so yep, yeah. Alrighty. Um, moving on, let's talk about the munchie moment for the week. What do you like to snack on when you have the munchies? Oh boy, here we go. Like I said, basically the whole candy aisle. I eat like like uh, an unsupervised nine year old was handed fifty bucks and just said, "Have at it, kid." Um, it, it's candy. We can skip right to right to chocolate. I I love it. Um, and Reese's too. I'm like that lab rat that keeps hitting the little thing, you know, going for the dopamine. Mm-hmm. Um, cut it with Starburst or Italian ices. I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty disgusting. So I have to like plan ahead of time and not have not have any of that mouse, not be around it, and uh, yeah, just try to try to make good decisions there. I, I'm aware of um, another podcaster that uh, he calls it cookie points. Like throughout the day, like, oh, if I eat enough veggies, I can have like a, you know, a cookie later, like this many, like, you know, of a dessert if I like really eat healthy today. And I think that approach is pretty solid, you know? Um, I like it. I, I like it. I've had, I've had Ben and Jerry's, I think the last time was probably a couple of years ago. I know. I, I could get it at Hannaford, but the thing is, I'm really picky about the ice cream I get, and I want something with like a lot of chunks. Um, and so I, I'm, okay. I've been so disappointed before. It looks like there's going to be chunks, and there's like, you know what? I need, I need that texture difference for me. That's that's my requirement for ice cream. Sure. So it, with me, not that everyone wants to hear about my ice cream habits, but since we're there, uh, it's like what I feel like in the moment. Do I need? like the the texture of like that soft smooth like pillowy ice cream just like go down or yeah do I want you know Mm -hmm. cookie dough in there or like you know peanut butter cups or something yeah I could go on what do you have you ever had the um like the Reese's thins like the dark chocolate ones yeah I don't really waste my time with the with those because it says thins I like the big the big cup those Reese's you know the big boy Mm -hmm. oh no fat boy I see you're familiar um, just Ooh. like the folks at New Horizons. Nice uh, segue. Yep, this isn't a <laughs> this isn't this isn't a sponsored episode, other than the fact that they said, "Hey, have this," and I said, "Thank you very much." I'll make this. I'll I'll do an episode soon about it. Um, oh man, what I was gonna say? My, I mean, I was gonna talk about how talk the about Reese, ice cream. Yeah, the Reese's things <laughs> I actually quite enjoy because the texture is so different. There's almost like a tension to them that, uh, you know, regular Reese's cups are so thick. It's just 
for me, I cannot do that much sugar. I mean, I can, but I, I really, really shouldn't because I feel like absolute rubbish the next day or, you know, in the next, you know, 10 minutes after I realized like, oh, all my snacks are gone. And that was a whole five minutes worth of my life, uh, you know, spent eating it. So I try to, I really try to eat healthy, um, which is why this, this week's munch is a PB&J on Ezekiel bread. Uh, Ezekiel Ooh. bread. Yep. For those who do Delicious. not know. Yes, it is. It is very good bread. Um, especially the cinnamon raisin bread. Um, I made a toaster. Yeah, the, it, this is bread you keep in the freezer um, because it doesn't have any preservatives. It has like millet, beans, legumes, uh, all these different kinds of like healthy, healthy whatnots for you. Um, and they turn it into bread, add cinnamon and raisin, and then you pop it in the toaster. Um, and it's just, it's great. It's um, you can eat it by itself. I find it very enjoyable. My nutritionist recommended it because of how uh, nutritious it is. Um, but I did talk about this in a, a recent episode, just Ezekiel bread. So specifically, a PB and J you can make with it. Um, I got you know grape uh, grape jelly sweetened with Concord grape juice, and it's uh, it's baller. It's a very good sandwich. The only problem is um, Ezekiel bread doesn't have like a lot of gluten in it so it's not stretchy and so when you like take a bite it all just kind of like splutes out the back um and uh, you know but then you can just take that bread like you know um a piece of a dinner roll and sop up that uh that gravy on your plate um so that's my recommended my recommended munch for the week i've been told that's a nutritious sandwich uh there we go Alrighty, joe do you know what time it is uh is it time for the smoke break yeah, are you ready to do some weed? Giddy up. We are back. Joe has a weed word that he would like to share with us. If you or a friend have a word that you think deserves airtime, leave us a message on Anchor. Make sure to include your name, a definition, and a decent <laughs> a sentence. I guarantee you if you do this, it will be on the show pending absolute foulness. Take it away, Joe. All right. Thanks, Liz. So <clears throat> I had a few of them here. The uh, One of them we stole from my parents' generation, and I believe the origin was of the left-handed cigarette, but we just called it a lefty, where you'd say, hey, let's go smoke a lefty, or hey, you got a lefty, or something along those lines. Another one that we had, um, we'd say, hey, we're going to watch the Super Bowl tonight, even if it was, you know, middle of July or August, because one night somebody packed a Super Bowl. I think everyone can connect these dots, and uh, yeah, um, that's how. That's how. I don't even. I think I've heard that other places too. So I'm. I'm sure everyone's come up with that one on their own. This one's kind of, kind of uh, original, I guess. This was my group of friends in college. We would just kind of name things after friends of ours who were particularly fond of them. So especially if we were around other people that whether it was, you know, someone's parents or just other people that, you know, we didn't really want to partake with. We'd say, hey, you know, can Ned come out of the boat or can Ned come with us to the party tonight? You know, that kind of thing. Just, you know, hey, is, can we bring weed or is weed going to be there? And uh, kind of unique to our little circle of friends, but it's just one of those obscure weed words. Ah, fantastic. Normally I have to ask people to come up with creative sentences, but you've brought them all on your own. Uh, wonderful. Thank you for those words, Joe. Um, sure. Like I said, if anyone would like to submit, uh, you know my Instagram, you know my email. If you're listening to the show, the 15 people regularly that listen to it in a week, according to, 
Oh, I was gonna send you the stats later, but that's uh that's most I believe mostly true. It's like 15 to 23 people regularly, um, you know, on a uh, a normal week. Uh, I wish I knew their names. I would thank them personally with a sticker. But uh, you know, if if you listen to the show and you're subscribed on um, you know, whatever podcast you're on, shoot me a message and I'll I'll tell you how much I appreciate it. It's a lot. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, how are you feeling, Joe? I'm feeling good. Yeah, I am how also. Yeah, I feel. Uh, I feel pretty relaxed. Um. I I was uh, blowing smoke earlier myself, and uh, looking outside, I'm like, man, my ins like the inside of my house looks like the outside of my house. Like it's just kind of foggy and and gray and kind of dreary. But you know, it's nice to see those little like touches of yellow appearing on the green, and like it's it's a nice splash of color in the in, you know the the dimness that is fall. Yeah, I've always thought fall was kind of dim. But yeah, I, I like. Nice, yeah, and you know what? Maybe pumpkins would look wouldn't look so orange in summer, but they look wicked orange in fall, and maybe that's why I appreciate them. They sure do, and I'm probably just bitter about like yard work and raking leaves, to be honest with you. So yeah, you can take my bitterness of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm of the opinion that you know raking leaves is a, a waste of time because you know, they're going to disintegrate. But I understand people have different aesthetics and uh, preferences. That I'm not going to yuck someone else's yum. Um, goodness knows it's, I've had. It's more the amount of leaves. Like we would be under mountains of them. You know, take those take those leaves and turn turn them into lemonade, my dude. Or like. Oh, How lemonade are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. But uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe you can make like a like a big bean bag chair made out of trash bags and leaves outside, and then you know let them disintegrate in there, and then you'll have like mulch for uh, I don't know, spring and fall. If that's I, not the best endorsement for Slippery Susan, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that could be the, the name of the trash uh, the. Uh, bags like oh you got the leaves we'll give you the bags um uh, call this number and ask for slippery suits <laughs> no that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be a good start um yeah but thank you for that segue slippery susan um i i have picked up a number of pre-rolls from the peeps at um uh oh my gosh new horizons i've i've seen their logo so many times and i know who they are but there's a disconnect in my brain for some reason um, I like the packaging for this, honestly, for what it is. Um, normally, I appreciate more, you know, descriptions like um, like a batch number, and they do have a batch number. However, this is like an all clear container, and I think that really does what's inside justice, especially, you know, considering like the sheer mass of this bad boy and calling it a fat boy is something, you know, that's an apt title. This is something I would bring to like a special occasion of some sort where like you want to be able to like stand on a chair or something and be like behold and hold something out that's truly impressive um i like that it has a contains thc um like you know that that signed directly on the top so you can't really avoid it when you're opening it um i think that the clear label also does a really good job considering <clears throat> it doesn't obscure what the actual pre-roll looks like um looking at the bottom um, you know, through the bottom, you can see the whole thing. Like, and it's almost like a, 
oh man, like someone's brought back like an insect from a foreign country and they're like, oh, look at this, this scarab and whatnot. And it's like a, it is a scientific feel to it, almost like a test tube. Um, and it just, it feels nice to hold like the container. It feels something like you would pass around to show people because it is quite impressive. Um, opening it up, oh goodness. Opening it up, there is a Boveda, um, like a hydration pack on the inside. I believe it is 65%. Oh my gosh, I'm having to unfold this with one hand. Uh, nope, 62% RH, not quite sure what that means, but it's a, the original terpene shield apparently. Um, I'll try to have them on the show at one point. Um, but yeah, I've gotten a couple of those for free considering the number of pre-rolls. And I think, you know what, uh, in looking at it, especially considering the clear packaging, they did a really good job of containing like, you know, also something to protect like the hydration and whatnot, but also kind of hiding it under the cap. I thought that was very clever. Um, for me, I generally don't smoke pre-rolls by myself. Um, if I just find it too challenging and uh, like I have to smoke the whole thing and then my lungs really hurt. So the way I enjoy pre-rolls um, is I just unroll them a bit and then dump them into a bowl and then roll them back up. I don't have an app description for what that's like anywhere else in the world. Like maybe if I had a packet of sugar in my pocket and I dump some in like a drink and then rolled it up and put it back in my pocket. But, um, you know, that's how I, I kind of dose myself. And a fat boy lasts a really long time. Um, I don't know if the container is glass or plastic, but it feels really sturdy. Um, you know, after, you know, inhaling it, I found that it, you know, tasted pretty earthy. Um, that may be the fault of my bong, but it was, it was a nice, it was a nice taste. I found the smell citrusy, a little bit like basil. And I also detected uh, notes of cedar and it kind of smelled like perfume, like underneath it all. Um, very pleasant. This is definitely, you know, something that you would do with a circle of friends or, um, you know, like eating a cake. If you have a group of people eating, you know, consuming this whole thing, you know, in a couple minutes, that's okay. But if doing it by yourself, that's um, probably not for the best. I would consider doing it in moderation. Um, this is something I would consider like using in like a stadium if a team won, you know, hanging out, like passing it around like an Olympic torch. Um, I don't know, it almost reminded me a little bit of a snow globe, considering I've been unwrapping it and, you know, wrapping it back up, um, and stuff's been falling out, and I've been shaking around looking at it during the time I've been talking. Um, all in all, very enjoyable for what, you know, it's designed to do. Um, I wish there was a phone number or something, um, you know, or an address. They did take the time to put stuff on a label, um, and, you know, that would be cool if they included a website and Instagram. I'm always one for more information. Um, I don't know if I'm doing a number system, but like this would be a nine out of 10. This is, I don't have, you know, much beef with this at all. I wish, I don't know if I can recycle this container, but um, that's something I plan on asking them about later. Um, all right, mic drop, I'm done. What are you smoking on, Joe? Or uh, like to talk about? Um, currently, um, I am actually not smoking on anything, but I am looking forward to uh, later this evening, I have some, uh, let's see, I've got some really Blue I think I'm going to get into, or I'm sorry, some GG4, mm -hmm. and I've got, uh, uh, let's see, who, uh, it's a, I believe a Skywalker Kush, yes. Yeah. Very cool from, you want to say from where by any chance? Um, 
I got the Skywalker Kush from, um, that was from High North on, oh, that's one behind Gorham Bike and Ski in Local 88 on Congress Street in Portland. Um, but I'm actually, I'm on Instagram right now. I'm checking out my buddy. Chris has got a place. Um, he's kind of new. He's Max Treehouse. He's in uh, Westbrook. Um, but uh, just looking at some of his stuff too, because I've actually never dabbed ever in my life and so i am looking to you know if there's any listeners out there that want to you know walk me through my first dab <laughs> um but so yeah uh chris had said to check out um some of his stock here on his on his instagram at max treehouse and that's uh that's what i'm looking at he's got clean quality medical cannabis and uh he's got flour it's all grown in house yeah so here I am giving Chris a plug, but yeah, go, sorry, go right ahead. No, Autumn, you know, my bit was done. This is the bit where you can plug your friend's stuff. So please feel free. Good job, Unless Chris. you don't want to know what else to say, but uh, yeah, very cool. And how do you know, Chris? Uh, we worked together years ago, um, years ago. And uh, actually I ran into him on at the uh, the main Growers Marketplace event uh, last Thursday, a week ago today, where I ran into you as well. And uh-huh. um hadn't seen him in 11 or 12 years and I heard this uh kind of voice over my shoulder and I said I know that voice and he kind of said the same thing we turned around it was one of those how you doing man and we caught up so yeah it's, and that's one of the things that I really dig about this industry is just you know I hadn't talked to him in in however many years and and you know pick up like like your old buds and it's just haha no pun intended but um we just bringing everyone together in and especially in the industry it's it's making it a lot of fun, a lot of fun to reconnect with people. I agree. I think it's really nice to, you know, it's been taboo for so long and people often don't know where to begin. Like this, these events are for medical card holders, caregivers, uh, people like in dispense, like in the industry in general, like auxiliary businesses, like yourself and my, my, uh, my noble podcast, my, uh, oh my gosh, what's, there's a fighting game and there's like this uh, very small competitor and you have to time it and you gotta like knock people out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you play video games when you were younger? Uh, like a, I did not, but I, I'm thinking of Mortal Kombat. No, not Mortal Kombat. It? It's specifically boxing and you gotta. Oh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. It, I think it is Punch-Out, but what's the, what's the little guy you play as? I don't think it's. Um, I don't know. Do you want me to Google it or? Oh, you don't have to. I'm just, okay, I'll figure this out later. Normally I shout down the hall for my brother, who's also my editor, um, and be like, hey, what was that game where you play as, um, like, um, the point is he's an underdog. He's like a tiny boxer and everyone else is much bigger than him. And you have to time it properly and like dodge the blows and and whatnot. I'm sure there are people screaming in the air the name of this this character, this video game. And and to them, I I personally apologize that Liz and I could not come up with it. But I, yeah, I'm just, I'm the worst. I'm not your phone a friend when it comes to video games. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? I've been looking for people that are, um, I'm not disappointed in, in you whatsoever. I'm just, I've been also trying to find You'd people that first. are, <laughs> that's rough. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> I don't have a response for that right now. Besides <laughs> that, I was going to say, <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Oh, man, you've, you've, you've knocked me off my focus. I can't remember what I was going to talk about. Uh, a little robot guy, little video game thing. Uh, no, not boxer. a robot. He's a he's a he's a small box. Uh, it's not important. Um, so, you know, it's I've I've learned to accept that some thoughts are just lost to the sands of time, and sometimes they're unearthed. 
by uh, knocking over the sand time. Okay, I've lost track of this metaphor. That was Let's, beautiful. Uh, uh, thank you. Um, yeah. What was your first experience with weed, Joe, to get things back on track? Yeah, um, I was in high school, and I believe I was a junior, no, probably a senior at this point. Um, and I was doing a group project with um, a small group, I don't know, five of us maybe. And we had been talking about it and they had heard like, hey, you know, Joe's ever smoked, Joe's ever smoked. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I want to try it. I want to try it. And then so we're like, okay, this afternoon after we do whatever the thing was and that's what we did. And I was like, all right, this is it. And we're, we're just kind of driving around after that. We went to, uh, went to McDonald's, I remember. <laughs> Pretty, uh, Pretty typical high school stoner story. I I appreciate it. Do you remember any other details about that? Like, what did you get? How did you, did you feel like you were elevated the first time? For most of the people I talked to, they didn't feel it the first time. And the second time, um, you know, it was more more intense. Um, I no, I, I not to the point where I was like incapacitated or inebriated, but I I felt um dizzy maybe or that like something was a little off or a little different but beyond that no and then we went to the um we went to the mcdonald's in falmouth and uh then i think i got let's see if i tell you what i probably got it might tell you well whatever i think i got that old arch deluxe thing that might be uh you know what might be years before your time i don't know if you thought that would betray your age jokes on you, I have no clue when that was. Uh, I think I I wasn't even alive when that was out, so uh, you're safe. Absolutely no yeah, clue well, when that was uh, published, d- available, and distributed. Um, well, I remember at the beginning of the podcast, I I was like, well, about five years ago, and when I was like, you know, gave my age or whatever, so I was like, ah, it's a moot point at this point. Fair enough. What does your history of consumption look like? You talked about getting back into it, you know, late in the game, and you consider that your, you know, late thirties. But I know people that you know started smoking as like a, I don't know, an adult, and they're like, "Why, well, like kids aren't there anymore, so I might as like, I don't know, just just do it and got into it then." Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I I was working in the ski industry. I was. Um, I, the ski industry is a party industry, and I had been just geared. I had a lot of miles under my belt and of uh, everything, skiing injuries, drinking, just uh, I was on the road there. I was um, based out of a ski resort as well, so it was kind of all over the place and didn't leave a lot of time for recovery or, or physical therapy or anything. So when I really decided to get really serious about PT and all of that, um, I, one of the things I did was I cut alcohol out of my diet completely. And at the same time, I was hanging out with someone who is allergic to alcohol, so she doesn't drink at all. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know, you know smoke weed or all this marijuana and all this. And then I'm like, all right, yeah, sure, let's, let's pick this up again. But then, you know, she just showed me, like, things like nerd ropes and edibles <laughs> and all sorts of candies. And I was like, what is this? And... <laughs> And just like all it's like the the sticks and dirt that we had had when I was in high school and college, all of a sudden there's like weed with flavor and weed with taste and weed that you can 
you can, you know, it wouldn't do anything for me at that point to really trace lineage of it, but you could, you could enjoy it the way someone could enjoy like a microbrew, if you will. You know, there, there was, you could tell that there, there were, the market had products in it that, that had passion behind them. Um, and some of it was because it was easier to get and people don't have to, you know, you don't have to have these clandestine like grow operations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So then she just kind of showed me that, hey, there are other ways to consume this other than other than smoking. And then, like, I had never heard of a dab until, you know, just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, tell me all about it. Yeah. Um... Still haven't tried one. No, no, I appreciate that, Joe. Thank you for for being so honest about it. I, I, yeah, thank you. And so you haven't done a dab yet, but um, are you, are there any dabs you're considering doing? All of them. <laughs> okay. All right. So what's um, what's stopping you? Um. Well, I guess uh, availability of and knowledge of um how to do it and availability of the, the equipment. I guess. I'm um, a, I have a I person. Mean, I have you. friends. Wait, what's that? I said I have a person for you. His name is Rick. Um, All right, I think Rick. you met him. Yeah. Wait, wait, same Rick I know. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, Rick would. Um, yeah, Rick would. Rick would never steer me wrong, unless it was funny. So yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh man, I've I I consider myself a being of like love and compassion. So I try not to jokes on people just because it'll be funny unless it's also like oh my this is a silly example but like if like a friend leaves the room I'll make their bed and they'll be like did you make my bed and I will say no that, those are my kind of pranks um I like it yeah, yeah unfortunately I mean that was something I used to do in college unfortunately I haven't had that opportunity yet but um you know, just kind of like like silly stuff like that, or putting googly hey. eyes somewhere. Yeah, a good set of googly eyes to get anyone. Some, you know, the classics never die. <laughs> yeah, and that's a good that's a good segue into something else I wanted to talk to you about. How familiar familiar are you with the entire you know catalog of stuff we talked about doing? Um, in all your bases covered with uh cannabis retail uh retail solutions pardon me i couldn't read my own handwriting for a second um but i i noticed you guys have like a like an eco-friendly kind of catalog on your website we do um and one of the brands that uh, we highlight specifically is a brand called e-conscious and what they do is um they are out of uh petaluma california and they have 100% organic cotton products. And these are all available on our website, cannabisretailsolutions.com. You will have to do the uh, 21 plus to get in there. Um, even though we don't sell the product, it's, we, it, the imagery is all over the place. So we're just covering our bases there. But yeah, um, <laughs> then there's- <laughs> Covering your bases. Uh, I, I think my thing shoot. is trademark. So watch it, pal. <laughs> all right, fine. Yeah. All right. So yeah, the um, that's just one example, um, or that's I'm sorry, that's one company that we have. Um, we have a ton that you folks have already heard of between Carhartt, between you know Dry Duck. We'll get fancy. We'll do Heli Hansen. 
Um, we do champion, we do, uh, you name it. We, we have a lot of the industry clothing as well. People like uh, dime bags, skunk, you name it. Mm -hmm. So when you say that, um, does that mean those companies work through you guys to get products? Um, or um, other way around. So they're basically, they're the, uh, the wholesaler. They're the, the supplier. So they, what they'll do is, you know, if you want, for example, we're, we, we are the, the liaison, the, the go between, between the companies. So we already have an account set up with, with these people so we can get, uh, we have access to their entire catalog. We get the wholesale pricing and uh, we can just make it available to, you know, to everyone that we have a business relationship with. It's, it's, it's our, our way. We're, we are the portal to, to grabbing all of it and decorating it with your imagery, with your brand, your logo, and um, getting it out to you. Portal was a really, a really good word to use. I appreciate that imagery. I, I appreciate that because when I started that sentence, I didn't know where I was going with it and portal just, just came to me. So. Uh, it's a bummer. You didn't really do video games because there's one car called portal I could talk about right now, but, um, uh, and, and aperture science and whatnot. There's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go down that rabbit hole a different time with a different guest. But um, so I was looking through some of the products, and one of them I like. I try to be environmentally conscious as much as I can, which is why I don't throw away the weed containers I have, like the jars of the pre-roll pre-roll containers, especially. I make sure to hold on to. Um, because once the bag in my closet is filled, I'm going to try to hold people accountable and ask, you know, what can I do with these pre-rolls? Because it feels like a big waste to, you know, throw them away. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you have any yeah. uh, solutions for that, but I, that's, the, that's the, the pre-roll tubes. Yeah. What to do with them when you're done with them? Like, is it easy to rebrand them? You know, or like a, well, a, it would depend on if they're branded with like, like a little peel on sticker yeah that would be one thing but i wonder if uh it, on, it's going to depend on the format that was used to to decorate the item so if it if it's been dyed if, if we've changed like the you know the makeup makeup of it you, you know what i mean because we're also talking about a really inexpensive piece of plastic so i don't know if it would really be worth it to redecorate them it would probably be worth it to collect all of them and then have some sort of a recycling program where they get melted down and then, you know, sold back to the wholesalers who would, who would or who, whoever would, here, here I am trying to talk as if I know the, um, the <laughs> supply chain that well on that end, but I think that would be a better way to do it just because you're kind of getting into the nitpickiness of it and you don't know what condition they're going to be in when they're, when you get them to redecorate. That's why I would suggest just melting it all down and starting over. And that's a good point. I think, honestly, for both accountability purposes and, you know, just ease, like um, having it like a bottle deposit type of system where maybe it's yeah. like five cents or something, but that's still, you know, I go to clink with a big bag um, and that's, that's incentive for people to, you know, bring them back. Um, I know. And absolutely. I know they, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was thinking Absolute Chronic, but um, it's above all 
one. Yeah, above all greenery. I know that if you can get a dog walker container and then, you know, when you come back, you can refill it. Um, like an example of something that they, they I at least know they did in the past. That's very cool and I support. Um, so that's that's your shout out, Alex. Um, but sorry, what were you going to say, Joe? I was just going to um, bring up another business as well. Um, uh, uh, High North there, the Wellness Connection of Maine, that's also in Congress. And they probably do it at their other locations as well. I think they have one in uh, Gardner and South, uh, South Portland, Portland, but they take the um, like the Mylar bags back, like the zip Mylar bags back. So they have a, and I think they do have a deposit. I think it's 10 cents per bag and it goes towards your next purchase, I believe. That's pretty that's cool for an MSO. Yeah, that's what it was at one point. So mm -hmm. I don't, and I, I believe it's still that way. Yeah, hedging your bets is fine. Um, I don't want to speak for it. Yeah, I noticed something very cool. Um, I, I just clicked around on a few products. Um, the Day Owl Pouch, um, which is uh, apparently refurbished, the first refurbished like circular bag company. Um, from the description, it said like, oh, they make these bags from recycled products. And then I, apparently you can have them repaired using, um, you know, bags other people have donated because they were done, you know, done with them. Um, do you know more about that? If not, that's all right. We can we can dedicate an episode to talking about your products. Um, about that particular one, I know um, Cotopaxi does something similar where uh, they will, uh, if I'm understanding you correctly, the like the different panels be different colors as well, and it's it's like recycled. And when they they're reassembled or whatever, so like you don't necessarily you could order a bag that's like blue and green and yellow and pink maybe but the panels might be different colors or are we talking about two different things you might be talking about uh two different things that sounds cool as hell my dude okay i didn't uh, you said something about the owl i think you cut out there on my end yeah um my Let's, my can... it says day owl pouch um and uh you know those were those were my notes that i can decipher that's not, you know, super important. I just, I noticed okay. that and I thought it was interesting. You know, if you knew more, that would be cool. But if not, no worries. I, off the top of my head, it's not, if I heard you correctly, it's just not ringing a bell. All right. There was two other products I wanted to ask you about. One, um, unfortunately, I didn't finish writing it down, but it's like uh, paper that's made out of stone um, or something like that. Are you looking on our website? Yeah, I was. I was looking through a specific catalog. Um, but you know what? Like I said, Which, if you don't know. I see. I was looking I, on it earlier, so, unfortunately. I should have so sent we have a access to So as far as promotional products, we have over 250,000 promotional products. Ah, so okay. As, so as far as what's... Um, it, I, I can speak to like individual ones if if I know exactly which ones they are, or if it's something that's been pulled off of the catalog that um, that Bill, our marketing and IT guy has put on the website for everyone to see, then it's, um, since we do have access to their entire run, their entire product line, you know, a lot of those catalogs have thousands of products in there. Wow, so that's that sounds like a huge variety. Like what are- so, Yeah, we actually have the, um, the largest, uh, largest assortment of cannabis supplies in new england do you have an example of uh, the vastness of the range of your products 
sure. Uh, we, like I said, uh, access to over 250,000 uh, cannabis specific products. Um, one of them that I particularly like is this jar we have right here that's up on our website, cannabisretailsolutions.com. And it is a bamboo, it's a jar. It has a uh, humidity sensor in the bamboo lid. It's from a company called Stash Logics, and they will go ahead and put your uh, logo on there, or that's what we'll do. Get that out to you. And it's uh, the only ones in the East Coast that have this right now. It is a humidor jar for your for your product. We also have a uh, a gene from Genius Line Brands. This is actually a pipe, and I know you can't see what I'm talking about. Right I know what a Genius because... pipe is. Okay. Perfect. Um, I'm not sure if everyone on the podcast or everyone listening will, but basically we'll put a it doesn't look like a pipe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's right on, on the website. And every time I go to look at this thing, the zoom box, there it is. So it's got this sleek, discreet design. And you don't even know that you're looking at a bowl, actually. And it just slides in. You've got this magnetic piece that slides right over the top. You can put it in your pocket it will hold your weed in place it won't fall out in the pocket um it's heavy so it, it's like almost the weight of a of a cell phone so and if you were to just have this like out on a table in a restaurant unless somebody was looking for that specifically you know they wouldn't even know what it is i guess that would depend on the restaurant you're right you're right unless they were looking for it specifically or knew exactly what it was mm-hmm. i wouldn't even look twice until i knew what that was yeah you know, the problem I had with my genius pipe, I know they're very easy to clean. I just didn't, uh, I didn't clean mine and then I lost it. I, I really would like to find it again. Um, but I I was just like, oh, I put it in my pocket and I didn't like put it in a container or anything and like left a, left a mark, but no one's looking on the inside of my pocket. It's it's fine. Yeah. But um, that was just, you know, operator error as opposed to, you know, a problem with the product. Um, it happens. But you have that big, flat surface on it too so you can you can uh you can put your brand and your logo right on there it can be engraved it can be laser etched it can be uh you could pad print this you could put all sorts of designs on there Mm -hmm. uh oh man this is this is uh independent from uh crs but uh you i um you caught my attention when you were talking to someone else about like editing a book your sister published we're running out of time here and i wanted to make sure i asked you about that and uh gave a shout out to your sister because she seems cool she she will appreciate that uh thank you um yeah you're you're making me blush over the uh over the podcast here um yeah my sister is a she's i don't we don't know how she does it she's an incredible woman um she's I can't believe we were raised under the same roof, but she has four kids. She's about to publish her her third novel. Uh, it is about a woman who, she's a young woman at, in Ireland at the onset of World War One. The name of the series is Shadows in Drab and Green. And my sister's name is Katrina, same last name, N-O-W-A-K. And uh, the third installment, I don't think we're going to make the holidays this year, but hopefully first quarter of next, uh, of 2023. So it's about a, um, a young woman, the onset of World War I in Ireland, who is, she and her brother are navigating the 
craziness uh, as World War One is breaking out, and they're, uh, the families kind of go in different directions, and it's it's crazy to think that with everything else she has, you know, four kids and a career, and and uh, she's a she's a commander in the U.S. Naval Reserves. She's uh, I, we can't believe she gets all this stuff done. I know. Yeah, uh, I understand why. Oh, sorry. I, I understand why I clicked my button there for a second. I understand okay. why you sound like you're in so, so much awe of your sibling. Um, that's how, if if that makes you feel, you know, not better, but like, I, I also feel that way about my twin sister, who's my best friend and like the coolest person in the world in my eyes. Um, she's a seamstress, a musician. Um, she's just a really that's like awesome. a super cool person yeah but I, I feel you on the the sibling love oh my brother who's yeah. the editor also very cool person thank you Justin for editing the show kind of boy Justin yeah um, yeah my sister and I are my sister's absolutely I do call her my best friend and her kids are just incredible I I love them she's four awesome little kiddos and uh and yeah just two dogs just you know you you, you name it they're, they're doing something right so it's uh I'm I'm glad that she she I'm glad that I can help out in this this little way by and when I say that I edit the books just for like grammar and punctuation uh, not for like historical uh, content or accuracy or anything like that I don't have yeah I can't hold a candle to her knowledge you know what but what you're doing is really important um if I had to focus on you know correcting the grammar mistakes and like having to think about putting all the effort into that um you know that's that's a burden you're taking off to your sister's shoulders so she can focus on what she's doing um you know edit having a sibling edit your shit's really important joe i guess is the you know the theme of this episode i'm just trying to put some brownie points in the bank for later you know when, when this thing becomes like a, a three <laughs> a three movie deal which is which is not anyone's um goal for that it's just her this is her passion project yeah, you know, the, my my uh, my kind of dream in that similar vein would be making this like a game show, because um, we we do game show, but as you know about that. Um, unfortunately, we are running out of time. So, is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we go, Joe? Uh, no, I can see you doing a game show though. But I guess yeah, just gonna remind everyone that um, yeah, give us a call at uh, Cannabis Retail Solutions two zero seven two six one fifty fifty. We're getting into the holiday ordering and shipping season, so that's already started. So if you want to get the orders in, uh, employee recognition, um, you want to call, uh, recognize someone, call them out uh, for some exemplary work. We do awards. We do all of that. And uh, we set up online stores. That's the big thing is the online stores. It takes all of that off your plate. It makes it so easy. CannabisRetailSolutions.com, CRS. I'm Joe. Give me a call. Yep. Looking um, forward to it. I'm going to speed run the edit, uh, the, the outro. Um, that is all the time we have. Thanks for listening. Our theme music is The Irish Washerwoman, as arranged by Maylee Charles. You can find Potlucky on Apple Music, Google Music, and Spotify. We also have an Instagram page. Feel free to post pictures of your smoking materials and tag me in the at Potlucky Podcast. Like what we do and want to see us grow? Consider supporting us on Anchor.fm. You'll hear from me next week. Joe will be elsewhere, so let's say goodbye together. Goodbye! Goodbye. Oh, I think... Think-